Hello, everyone. We have a banger of an episode. Mr. Plow, Season 4, Episode 9. Throwing it over to Nick. Bart! Who's someone you've been making irritating phone calls to for years? Shane Lynch? No, someone who didn't deserve it. Lollipop, lollipop, Lollipop. Oh. Uh, you know what? There used to be that reminds me of uh there used to be a program, it probably still exists. You can like put someone's number in and it will send them like a pre-recorded like prank call. Oh really? Like anonymously. We I remember we were doing that in like first year of college, way back in the day, like ten years ago. I wonder if that's still a thing. So basically like Homer's auto dialer. Uh yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, we were sending it to pretty much everyone. It was pretty funny because then it would send you the audio recording back to you. It was like a free program, no too. Way. Was, uh, like yeah. the audio of the people answering. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, who should we... We should do that, and we should do it to... Uh, Zoel. <laughs> who? Zoel. Oh, yes. Nobody who's listening to this knows who that is, but... Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, a coworker he, that would probably answer and go with it. Yeah, yeah. He, he might. Um... I was thinking either the Coke Nails grandpa or... Oh, a fictional character. No, he exists. He's real. He's real. Right. He's probably dead, but he's real. Um, I'm not sure who else. Like, there's nobody else that's really coming to mind who had really like... Maybe like Will Ferrell. I don't like Will Ferrell. I could... I could if I got Will... Somebody <laughs> send me Ferrell Will Ferrell's phone you? number and we'll, we'll send annoying, irritating message. No, not Will Ferrell. Even worse. Um... Oh, David oh, Spade. Yeah. David Spade. I thought you were going to say Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. How could I thank you, Shane? How could I forget? Somebody, you can't forget your favorite. Well, yeah. Somebody, our boy, send Jeff Dunham's um, phone number, please. And we'll get the auto dialer all set up so that we'll have it. So every 10 minutes, Jeff Dunham mm. will get a, a phone call. Hello, friend. Yeah. Um, from Happy Dude. And until he either goes mad or simply gets a new phone number. Hopefully, phone it's number. the former. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So, yeah, please, please do that. Uh, this is, you said it right off the top, um, a heck of an episode, a legendary episode mm-hmm. in Mr. Plow. One of my favorites. Question right off the bat for you, because this came to mind when I was thinking of this. It's been a while since I've seen it. I do very much like this episode, but it has been a bit. Mm-hmm. The jingle is, it's a very simple jingle. Uh, it gets stuck in your head. Um, does the jingle kind of override the episode and it's the thing that people go to and have such a fond memory of does it override the episode in the same way that the land of chocolate overrides burns for Kaufender Craftwork and kind of makes it a little bit better than it it, it seems because mm. we went back to that one and i was like eh, it was okay but it it wasn't great that was actually worse than i remembered exactly yeah, that episode, right it was very dry so does um, the mr plow little jingle and how it gets mentioned in kind of like other shows and stuff like that Remember Family Guy being one of them. Uh, does it have the same sort of effect on this episode, in your opinion? So I will say the jingle is definitely what most people remember, but it is not a complete one-trick pony like when Burns sells the power plant where it's just like that one thing makes the episode. Mr. Plow, yes, the main component of this episode is the jingle, uh, but it has multiple gags. Uh, spread out throughout the episode to keep you entertained. It's not just a one-trick pony. True. I, I feel the storyline is m- much, much stronger. Um, this is another instance 
of Homer doing something outside the plant where they, they're just like, you know what, screw it, we're going to give him another job and, and roll with it and see what we hit on. And they do a fantastic job of it from my recollection. Um, it's funny that I didn't I didn't really realize that until I, I read it and then listened to the actual jingle that the Mr. Plow jingle is pretty well the same thing as the old uh, Roto-Rooter jingle, radio jingle. Like It's the same melody and stuff. They just throw the Mr. Plow words in there, so... Uh, oh, where you're stationed? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, Fair and enough. Kudos to them for doing that because simple works. Um, if you, off the top of your head, other great jingles, what what are some of the things that kind of pop into your head immediately? Oh, yeah. Alarm Force. Alarm Force, yes. Yeah. yeah. Call 1 800 267 2001. Alarm Force. Right? Yeah, that's right? a good one. Very what good. A great Very jingle. Good. Yep. Um, I got, I see. For me, I like uh, the old Pizza Nova here in Ontario. Yes. Or the old Pizza Nova. Four, three, nine. Three, oh, nine. Oh, 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 Pizza, oh, Nova. pizza Nova. Brilliant. Absolutely um, brilliant. Um, Water Depot. Now in Alston. That was like. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one. That, that must like be one of your weirdo regional yeah, haunted house Alston, area yeah. things yeah. going up in Alston. Well, hey, we, we got a Water Depot, man. That was a big deal. There you go. Uh, what about, remember Bad Boy in Ontario? Nobody's better. No, ho, buddy. Yes, yes. And then the last one that comes, Nobody. Th- comes to mind. I don't even know what they sell, but it's um, the uh, 800-588-2300 Empire. I think they're a flooring company. Oh, see, I remember two old people throwing down a floor, a little animation. Oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Okay, that's gotta be it. Yeah, I watched a lot of TV, man. I saw a lot of commercials. Um, Any yeah. other ones off the top of your head? Oh, jingles. While you're in Jingleville, um, I think I'm. I think I'm running out of jingles. Uh, but see, that's that's the beauty of a jingle. It doesn't have to be like crazy. It just has to. It's, it has to be quick, easy to remember, and. Uh, yeah, and kind of cheery, I guess, right? And you got yourself a jingle right there. I think we hit all the main ones from from when we grew up. Yeah, I think so. Maybe East Side Mario's, I want to say, even too. The A bada boom bada bing. Mm, yeah. If that counts. That's true. Or is that more of a slogan? I'm not really sure. Uh, hey, who but, cares? Uh, East Side Mario's. They got a they got sure. a great. We'll, we'll add them to that. Great mozzarella stick. Um, <laughs> horrible, horrible pizza. Just tastes like. <laughs> I, I want good. What makes a good mozzarella stick? Uh, crunchy on the outside, yep. and that when you bite into it, um, like it's not just that shitty liquid cheese. Like it's actual mm-hmm. mozzarella. But nothing I, worse than a soggy mozzarella stick. Oh, definitely, most it's definitely. It's just like, what's the point? What is the point? Um, yeah, soggy mozzarella stick is yeah. It's no no S- bueno. Some of the best mozzarella sticks ever, though that uh, I've ever had. My wife's ever had was when we were at Yankee Stadium. In 2019, they had some really good. They were huge. They were extremely crunchy uh, on the outside, and they had a lot of cheese in the middle. They were very, very good. Um, it's funny how that works. Sometimes it's like you'll have a product uh, that you hated in other places, but just this one spot, it's good. Like I'm honestly not a huge fan of Pizza Pizza, but at Coca-Cola Coliseum, I think they make great Pizza Pizza. Yes, in Toronto, there's it's weird. It's, that's a chain in Ontario, and it, there are select spots you can hit it, and it'll be fantastic. And then otherwise, it's just butt. I would love to see though a horrible pizza off between Eastside Mario's and Boston Pizza. Now, Eastside Mario's, I'll give a little bit of a credit to because that's not their main thing. It's supposed to be pasta. Boston Pizza, it's true. literally in your name, and that's you true. taste like a warmed up lunchable. Figure it out, old man with glasses from Dragon's Den who owns Boston Pizza. <laughs> your pizza has been garbage. For years and years. 
and years. Uh, so nice, nice sewering of Boston pizza. Let's get yep. that out of the way. We got our jingles out of the way, so let's get right down to business here in the ratings for this one. Uh, I was very low. We both were. We both went an 8.2 for New Kid on the Block. Ended up bumping up huge. I went with a 9. Nice with surprise, a 9.4. Yeah. This one I'm going right with a 9.5 off the bat. I don't think it's a perfect 10. I think I might be going up as we go because I have a feeling it's been, it has been quite a while since I've seen this one. So I think I'm missing certain gags in this that are going to surprise me and push it into the 9.798 territory. Um, it's it's close to being perfect, but not quite. I, I maybe it will be. That's the whole point of this. My recollection is it's very close. What about you? Uh, I watch this episode every year. I know it frontwards and backwards. It's going to be a nine point eight for me. Now, why is it not perfect from Met recollection? Why is it not? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what's holding you back from saying ten? Spots that are not. That drag a little bit. Is it Linda Ronstadt? Is that why? Is it Linda Ronstadt? Well, no. There's actually a couple funny lines with her. Um, I don't want to ruin them for listeners that haven't, that maybe don't know it off by heart like I do. But there's a couple fun interactions with her and Barney. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, no, not necessarily. I would say uh, where it hangs for me a little bit is when they're doing other commercials i would say that's kind of, it's a little bit of a weak point okay okay that's kind of fair let's see if but it's not a bad no part of the episode is no. this a it's not as good as the others this is one of my favorite episodes i would say uh skinner's like in, in terms of snow episodes mm-hmm. this would probably be my second favorite yeah oh really second favorite the one where they stay in the school skinner sense of snow is my favorite oh yeah. okay interesting i love I, that one that is a very good episode i still would have thought this might be ranked higher for you so it'd be interesting when we get to that one to see what your top rating is but uh yeah i i kind of get what you're saying there with the the commercial aspect of things i think we're going to be close to a 10 i think we we might be in the 9.910 territory maybe by the end of this Let's just see. Let's drive one in. Is, is, is Mr. Plow as good as we remember it, or is it a little bit overrated? Let's find out. So, for you know how I brought up Linda Ronstadt just a couple of minutes ago, right? How she's in this episode. Yep. She's a guest voice. Big singer in, like, mid to late 70s. Huge name. Uh, maybe not so much in the 90s or even now. Uh, a burp is not an answer is Bart's chalkboard. Not terrible, I guess. Mm. For a billion dollars, could you name a Linda Ronstadt song? No. Well, technically, she wrote... Uh, a different version of Mr. Plow. The Spanish version. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't. Oh, sorry, Plow like King. Actual, I should say. Plow King. Sorry, yes. Um, so I c- where is my money? I could not. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I could not name for a billion dollars a Linda like a real song. song. No, I couldn't. Yeah. No. What is like her most popular song? I don't know. I honestly have no idea. That's what. That's one of the questions. Like, I know the name. I know she's a singer. From what I understand, all of the uh, the writers when they they got her for the episode they were all just like super intimidated to have like yeah like they were they were starstruck yeah. almost right well yeah the majority of the writers were guys right mm-hmm. so it's like they got yeah <laughs> they're all they're all being a bunch of dorks basically is yeah, from what i remember nerds, yeah. on the commentary yeah the, i like that that was that couch, that couch cake was okay yeah, they all, yeah. Sit in the all sitting on a stool yeah <laughs> it's Carnival of the Stars. I'm your host, Troy McClure. You may remember me from such films as The Erotic Adventure. A real one that we see in the show, yeah. And yeah. Dial M for murderousness. 
Tonight, we'll see Angela Lansbury walk on hot coals. Excitement, she wrote. That's <laughs> so random, but so awesome. You know who that is, right? Did someone abused their body that way. What show is that from? Murder, she wrote. She's no, the right. old lady. Oh, yeah, that pickle, crime. Yeah. yeah. A man who's inspiring battle with Perkadan addiction is soon to be a movie of the week. I'll be played by Jimmy Smith. So right now it's implied that Krusty it's makeup. Yes. <laughs> this is actually that's the first The Simpsons predicted it moment. Like, it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bumblebee look, man. Oh, Bumblebee. Yes. No one complained about Bumblebee, no, but I love, we all love Bumblebee. Ay ay ay. They can't complain about him because he's based off a real person or a real character. That's true. Yeah. Those are such 80s names. Ricardo Montalban, Alan Thick. It was expensive to do snow episodes. There's a lot more animation involved. <laughs> I forgot that little banter between Bill and Marty there. I like when they sewer each other. <laughs> That's a great misdirection. Oh yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Cars smunched together like that. It's brilliant. Now before I give you the check, one more question. Uh, this place Moe's you left just before the accident. This is a business of some kind. <laughs> Tell them you were at a bar. <gasps> but what else is open at night? It's a pornography store. I was buying pornography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a great line. It is so good. Oh yeah, and then yep, the pig. Oh, the pig, yeah. yeah! <laughs> uh. Great old Zeke, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, that was good. That crazy Vaclav, yes. Right. Put it in H. Here we go. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. What country is this car from? Speaking Slavic languages yeah, yeah. is the subtitles. Yeah. Now with 60% drug free. 61%. This is a classic line. Do you come with a car? The reason why that's so funny to me is like. People go to like a restaurant and they think like the waitress is flirting with them. Yeah. It's like it's their job to be nice to you, man. Yeah, those are the same people who think <laughs> like, strippers get over yourself. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pockets of cash. Fourth Reich Motors. Yeah. Since, since 1946. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right through the chest. This exhibit is closed. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, yeah, the Adam West appearance. <gasps> Adam West! Hey, kids, Batman! Dad, that's not the real Yeah, Batman. real Batman's George Clooney. I love how he shows up behind them without them even noticing. Yeah. Who the hell's Robin? Oh, I guess you're only familiar with the new Batman movies. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> the only true Catwoman is Julie Newmar. Lee Merriweather or Eartha Kitt. And I didn't need molded plastic to improve my physique. Pure West. And how come Batman doesn't dance anymore? 
Remember the bat to see? I like how he says don't make eye contact while they're staring at him. Yeah, completely just eyes fixated. Pay me not to work. Forget the Alamo. Oh man. Yeah, they predicted the capital takeover <laughs> 2021. There you go. There you go. That's two for one this episode. Yeah, I can't afford it. Belly, this doesn't cost money. It makes money. You make the payments by plowing driveways on the yeah, side. Yeah, nice wise guy appearance. Uh, I really should discuss this yeah. with my wife. Your wife? What do you think I'm going to buy a $20,000? It's only $20,000. Bargain. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, back in the day, this one came out on November 19th, 92, Shane. And the very next day after this came out, what uh, extremely successful sequel followed up with the extremely successful original movie that came out two years before? Uh, what's the genre? Uh, comedy Holiday. Oh, Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. Hold on. I was thinking because most most Christmas sequels are butt. Yeah. <laughs> Best part about Home Alone Two is when Piers Morgan is in it when he's the old bird lady. <laughs> yes, that's also my favorite. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hi, Ma. <laughs> that makes it. Oh, the hi, Ma part is so good. Brilliant advertising. Who are these guys? Right, I wish they'd show up more often. The church hired goons. Dad, have you considered buying cheap commercial time on Channel 92? Check it out. I miss these old uh, yeah. <laughs> compilations. I remember when Whose Lines Anyways would have a segment yeah. where they would just sell CDs. Yes, always great. It's like we got six songs on ten CDs. Yeah, something like that. Man, I need to watch Whose Lines Anyways again. Yeah, me too. 3.17 a.m. <laughs> Very specific time slot. Angry loners. It may be on a lousy channel, but the Simpsons are And that is such a quotable line. Great meta. That's right. I fill your driveways with ice and snow. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. That's what I love the sound he makes when he's kicking it. Hello, I'm Mr. Plow. Are you tired of having your hands cut off? Any inevitable heart attack that come with shoveling snow? Then call Klein Dark 53226. Call now and receive a free t shirt. He could still surprise you. Who the hell was that? 
I don't know. Absolutely. My prices are so low, you'll think I've suffered brain damage. You are fully bonded and licensed by the city, aren't you, Mr. Plow? <laughs> Bart sewering them. Why did they keep it in? Why didn't they just edit it out? I probably couldn't afford an editor. That's a one go. There's the simple jingle. Then that's those the last commercial. Someone on Etsy is selling that. They make those jackets. That's what our money should go towards. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I have that plug. Thank you, Mr. Flow. Now my store can remain open. Thank you for not discussing the outside world. Love that sign. I'm cold and <laughs> I didn't realize Martin has snowshoes on. Also, why wasn't he on the bus? Uh, I guess he assumed uh, the bus was going to be cancelled. I guess the city doesn't have plows in this in Springfield. Nice Godfather reference here. Mr. Plow, more making it possible for people to get where they're going without resorting to public transportation Isn't that what every mayor and premier wants? Yep. <laughs> oh man, most sewers, the poor American people got taken hostage in Iran in 79. How do you think he'll do, Mo? I think he'll do just fine. I was wrong about you buying that truck. I wish I had a big giant key to the city. Well, we later find out that Homer thought it was a chocolate key. This might sound silly, but just for a change, would you mind cutting my nails, brushing my teeth? No, no. Could you wear a Mr. Plow jacket? Just uh for getting amorous here. It's a good thing he learned from the monkeys in the last episode. Yep. Now he's doing some plowing. Ah, <laughs> uh, white gold. Hi, Homer. Say hello to the plow king. Barney, you stole my idea. How did Barney get the money to buy the truck? Yeah, a down payment would have been interesting. <laughs> and that just goes to show a good lesson, children. Don't help people. Because then they'll just take your business.
Somebody should actually do a commercial like that. Like, not, maybe not Linda yeah. Ronstadt, but, like, just get a random celebrity in there. I love how Barney says they've been wanting to do a project together for a while. <laughs> yeah, like he's friends with Linda Ronstadt somehow. I wonder if that's hard on Dan's voice to sing like that as Barney. Oh, it can't be comfortable. I love this backstory edition. And his life is ruined. Oh, the su the subtle change in his face is great here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the big book of uh, or not big book of British Mouse, the uh, Lisa's um, projection for the braces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the camera movements on West. Yeah, the old 60s Batman. This is Superman. Hey, the Batmobile way ahead of its time, eh? Because now all cars have the starter button. That's true. Now this is the start of Poochie. Yep. That's pretty much every dad who ever tries to rap. Yeah. Um, the 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 miss the Tony Plow thing and the yeah they were gay. He uh, they thought they were gonna get sued, but then they realized, wait a minute, we're not actually saying anybody, so they just kept it in. That's true. Yeah. I invented those. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, great nonsense. Basically like a cologne commercial or perfume commercial. Yeah. All those cologne and perfume commercials make no sense. <laughs> Dad, is that your commercial? I don't <laughs> Condition. 
He's dead now. <laughs> oh boy. Hello, Snowking. I was wondering if you could blow my driveway on top of Forbidden Widow's Peak. I don't know. I'd be up there all day. I wouldn't be able to plow any other driveways. There's a ten thousand dollar bill in it for you. Oh yeah? Which president's on it? Uh all of them. They're having a party. Jimmy Carter's passed out on the couch. They should make that the the US mint should make that happen. You know, I'm surprised oh here we go. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Yeah. Someone on Etsy should make that phony bell if they're if they're true Simpsons. Yeah, they did. I should. Oh, could you make sure not to scrape my asphalt? Kiss my asphalt. So I said, kiss my asphalt. Springfield's beloved Plow King is trapped. <laughs> Damn, he made 50 grand? Why is he donating to the grand? Shelbyville Dance Theater? It looks like the film crew would have got... Yeah, well, how did they not get... Yeah. I think we get a mole man as well, no? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, the mountain goat! Oh, yes! <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Poor mountain goat. <laughs> Does that sound cute? Yeah. Oh, this is a good misdirection. Oh, yes, yes, the bridge. <laughs> Is this from a movie? Yes. I forget the name of it, but it is. Oh, the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that will really work, too, if you do that. Oh, yeah. Those uh, little... That's why the new cars aren't as safe. That's that's gotta be a sports welder joke, the plant thing. Bernie! Homer, you saved my life and I'm not gonna forget it. From now on, we'll be partners. Bernie, that's great. When two best friends work together, not even God himself can stop them. Oh no. And there it goes. It's kind of like living in like southern Ontario. You never know what you're gonna get. It could be snow, and then around like March, April, and then the next day it's like 20 degrees. Yeah, it's pretty rough up until you get into like June, July. And Pontiac doesn't even exist anymore. Oh yeah, gosh. <laughs> oh, now, homie, you have your health. 
you have your best friend back, and you do have that certain special something. You mean... Mr. Plow, that's my name. And name again is Mr. Plow. Our forecast calls for flurries of passion, followed by extended periods of... And we get again, an, yeah. cliche ending. There we yeah. go. We go with the season two, Homer and Marge. This time, it's implied that they're not just about to kiss. They're about to do a lot more than that. They're about to... I'm making weird motions with my fingers, but that's what they're about to do uh, in the end of that episode. Um... <laughs> That episode, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now, it is not as good as people remember it. The Fair last enough. act is not very good. The first act is fantastic. I completely forgot yep. about how that episode started. Um, there are some uh, pretty decent gags overall. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I kind of forgot about the whole Adam West thing. You kind of associate him with Family Guy, but he did a pretty good job in this episode because he, he wasn't afraid to poke fun at himself. Um... But that last act is not good, and the ending is not good either. I am going to <laughs> go down on this. I started with a 9.5. It's still a pretty good episode, but it's a 9.2 for me. Um, it is not as good as I remember it. Uh, I I think this is a case similar to the Burns for Cowfin back in Season 3 that the Land of Chocolate over kind of shown in that episode, and the, the jingle and stuff uh, overrides this episode, um, and, and that's what people remember from it. And that's, I guess that's the mark of a good jingle. But I am going to give it a 9.2. Drops for me a bit. What about you? I'm only going to drop it one point. Now, I still enjoy this episode a lot. It's not perfect. Um, I'm going to do... You know what? I'm going to do 9.3. Um, the, the Girl Next Door or whatever uh, episode uh, really surprised me. And it... It's it's arguably better than this. Yes, I right? would uh, actually. You know what? Because I I only gave that one a nine. I don't know why I did. Because that episode is better than this. I'm dropping this one to an eight point nine. I gave that one a nine point two, right? Nine point four to finish. So you are four. Yeah. Okay, I will give Mister Plow a nine point three. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Let's settle on respectively. I have a special. I don't know. It's this. I I'm a sucker for winter episodes. Yeah, um, you are. But I understand the. The writing isn't isn't strong after the second act. It's it, just not. Yeah, it really yeah. it really feels like they just kind of ran out of what they were going to do, like how they were going to end the whole Plow King, Mister Plow saga. Like, and it's kind of disappointing we never see a, a, a follow up to this. Like, they maybe they do reunite in the winter and they take on people from Shelbyville mm -hmm. or something like that. They, and, there's this one callback that I can remember. It's from Skinner's Sense of Snow, and they, you know, it's a snowstorm again, and him and Ned are going to go save the kids That's right. from the school, and they take his car and his roof, <laughs> and Homer's like, hey, you know, my car, your roof, and Ned's like, it's my car and my roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's like, oh, whatever, and then he's like, whatever happened to your plow business? He's like, I never owned a plow business, and he's wearing the jacket. And singing and the jingle, yes, yes. That's in there. Yeah. That's right, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's the only callback I can remember. You know what, when you said at the beginning of that that episode is better 
than this one. I kind of thought that you were a little bit crazy there, but I actually think that you're right. Going in, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's a stronger episode through and through because the second. Once act, we get to that, I think that's going to be like a nine point eight for me. Yeah, because sense of snow. The third act really does drag this episode down. It's still a lot of good gags through the first two, and so my favorite gag is going to be the two Mr. Plow commercials. I love the cheapness uh, and Grandpa's effort, I guess, in the first one, and I love the nonsense of the second one that's basically making fun of cologne perfume commercials that are just stupid and don't make any sense and are like avant-garde artsy shit for the sake of being artsy, I guess. Uh, so I, I, that's going to be my favorite, uh, favorite gag in this one. What about yourself? You know, it's it's going to come off as kind of like not that much of a gag, but when when Barney says you do that, I don't know why the attitude that Barney has to her suggestion of doing a Spanish version of the jingle is just so funny to me. It's the way the line is delivered. I get that. It, it is because it's like she's he's going off to work and she comes out of nowhere with that and it would be it would be kind of like the response that you would give to somebody and it's yeah, yeah, whatever you do that. Okay. So I, yeah, I think yeah, they, yeah, yeah, he nailed it um, <laughs> in that one. But you know what? Mr. Plow let us down a little bit here. And I think the jingle uh, is what gets the nostalgic factor up for people. Because uh, definitely in when we record these, we usually do them in chunks. And New Kid on the Block was definitely a stronger episode than Mr. Plow. It had me laughing throughout. And I thought it flowed um, a little bit better and added better ending as well. Um, but still. All things can't be perfect, but one thing that is perfect is when Shane does plug time. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and please follow us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE to interact with us. You know, send us your, you know, all your Simpsons stuff, and you know, we get mentioned on the show. We love to hear from you, so please, you know, find us on Twitter, Simpsons underscore EBE. Um, whatever platform you're listening to us on, please follow us if you're able to on that platform and rate us as well. Helps out the show. And uh, there's a link under the description called Buy Me a Coffee. If you click that link, you can donate whatever amount of money you would like to donate to the show. And uh, yeah, I think Nick and I already agreed that uh, we're gonna, how we're going to spend this money. Yeah, yeah, on some uh, Mr. Plow jackets there. Yeah, yeah, get somebody off Etsy to make them for us. Interesting note though, on the exact day that we are um, recording this, it is April nineteenth, and that is, so this is the. Uh, 36th anniversary of the first time the Simpsons appeared on the Tracy Allman show. So uh, pretty neat that 36 years later, a little short that appeared on a sketch comedy show, um, you know, became a cultural phenomenon and people to this day are still talking about it. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Fair indeed. Enough. Oh, one thing I want to mention about Mr. Plow mm-hmm. before we end the, the podcast is they did predict, this is one of the first times they did predict the future. Okay. With the with the circus line. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That was you know it was just really interesting like because we're gonna see that more often, um, and you know it's not that far fetched to predict that people that work with tigers are eventually gonna get mauled. <laughs> <laughs> True. But uh, still funny nonetheless, and quite the coincidence. Uh, yes, very true. Yeah, predicted uh, Siegfried and Roy, whichever one of those weirdos got attacked by the tiger. Um, and good for the tiger, because uh, those guys were losers. Um, yeah, so next up we got uh, Lisa's first word. I think that's going to be one of those ones that's going to be like uh, New Kid on the Block. It's going to surprise us. It's a callback episode that I don't remember as strongly as some of the other ones, but I 
do remember it being quite good. And I, I did like the ending. I thought the ending was very, very cool. So uh, we'll get into that one next time. Um, Shane, to play us out, let's see. Um, come up with whatever one of your favorite jingles that we talked about off the top. Could be the Alarm Force or the Empire or even just another random jingle that uh, maybe we missed. But uh, hit me with, uh, hit us, myself and, and the listeners, with a great jingle. Thank you for listening. Um, please don't uh, cancel us for uh, going down on our rating of Mr. Plow. Watch it back. It's not as great as you remember it, though, and that's the whole point of this show. But thank you for listening with us uh, each and every week, two new episodes. We're back on our regular schedule, and we'll get you next time for Lisa's first word. Shane, play us out. Let's go to the X. Oh, baby. Let's go to the X. Come and celebrate Toronto and do everything you want at the X. Swish LA, always so good for so little. Family appetite, Swish LA. I travel to thousand.com. Tell one eight six six wow deal. And get away for less. Harvey's makes your hamburger. Force is listed on the TSX. Good things grow in Ontario. Your eyes can have it all at Hakeem Optical. Sleep Country, Canada. SellOffVacations.com.